Well, hello, and uh, welcome to the Minnesota Homeownership Center's Welcome Home Podcast. My name is Bill Gray, and today we have two special guests from a National Real Estate Professional Association with a fairly new chapter here in Minnesota called the LGBTQ Plus Real Estate Alliance. Joining me are chapter president and realtor Sarah Rostance. Sarah, thank you hello. for coming. Thanks for having us. And active chapter member and mortgage loan originator, Janae Leon. Welcome to both of you, and thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so thank much. You. Thanks. So um, let's learn more about the Alliance. Sarah, tell us a little bit about yourself first, and then walk us through how the Alliance came about and why you thought it was important to have an active chapter here in Minnesota. Well, we've been around for um, about three years. Uh, we are the flagship chapter. Our CEO and founder, Ryan Wentz, is from Minnesota. Oh, Ryan. Yep. Yeah, he's a gem of a human. Um, and we've really taken off. We have over 4,000 members nationwide. We have over 50 chapters in over 30 states. Um, and Minnesota has been around since the beginning. It's been a rough go for us, but I think we've got our feet back underneath us to keep moving. Good, good. Um, what is the uh, alliance? Why does it exist? Because we're awesome. Yes, well, that's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's to... Ed our core values, advocate, educate, educate, and community. And so we advocate for the queer community in fair housing. We educate our members on fair housing and housing justice and just other opportunities for them to get involved in the community. And then we really try and lift up the community through fair housing. I know I've said that like three times, mm -hmm. but um, it's important. It is important. Um, and you never really understand how people can be pushed away from that right. until you're in it. Yeah. So I totally agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, uh, Janae, how do you get involved in the Alliance? You know, we already cater to the LGBT community on my immediate team. Well, um, and we should we should stop a minute and, and, and Janae, so you're with, um, tell me who you're with. So I'm a loan officer with Luminate Home Loans okay. and I'm a loan officer on the Angie Shear team. Okay. So, yeah. Good, yeah. good. My bad. I didn't ask. No, that. that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. There's a lot of moving parts yep. to real estate, a lot of people involved. So, yeah, it, um, just uh, to answer your initial question though of, um, my role with the Alliance, uh, just being a member, active member, it was just a very uh, organic move for us just with my immediate team catering so much to the LGBT community. And so being a member of this chapter was not only a, a no-brainer, but a honor as okay. well. So. Okay. So how many uh, members do you have at this point? 68, 70. Okay. Mm -hmm. So growing quickly. Yeah. Okay. It's growing quickly. If anybody wants to join. <laughs> Give me a call. <laughs> very good. Very good. Well, um, so I would like to explore with you guys, because I don't know anything about this, some of the unique barriers that LGBT, LGBTQ plus individuals can find themselves facing when pursuing homeownership. Tell me a little bit about that. You want me to take Boy, it? Or? Sarah, yep, yep, okay. you take this. Well, so one of the reasons I, I, I joined the Alliance, one of the reasons that I think we uh, can be really important impactful is that when you identify as LGBTQ+, you can also be from any nationality, any race, any gender. We encompass all the other minorities. And so the fair housing doesn't just accommodate the queer community or the black community or the Asian community. It encompasses everybody because you do have those um, underlying biases. Everybody's got right. their own biases, right? Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. to be able to one, discover where they where they where they sit with you, and then two, how do you work past them and into and 
further your career and your home ownership status on both sides of the spectrum, I guess, to um, for everybody to get a home. I kind of rambled on that one, didn't I? But you're getting to the point. You're getting – because there's definitely a need. You're talking about a group that hasn't really been represented and actually, um, you know, prior to the 1970s uh, was discriminated against mm-hmm. um, for even getting house – access to home ownership. So mm-hmm. there's um, there's many components to the group as to why there isn't the exposure, the knowledge, the resources – um, so it's yeah. it's definitely a very needed yeah. um, component for the group. I mean, I think that's kind of what intrigued me because, uh, you know, when I think about this, and I think this is what everybody does, they think of their own experiences. So um, my best friend from grade school is gay, and he and his partner had just bought, I mean, he, they're like my age, so they just bought a, a, a what do they call it, one of those uh, three flats, um, a whole building. They live on the top. They ran out the two. Oh, sure. They're smart. doing fine. Very they, smart. They, I don't think they've ever had a problem with real estate. So to me, it's like, oh, well, what's yeah. the deal? So, uh, but I know that that is one a, a tiny bit of the equation, and maybe it's also the the stereotypical, you know, two incomes and two dogs and no kids kind of thing. <laughs> double income, no kids. <laughs> yes, and two dogs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, um, um, tell me about. Tell me about the reality here. I mean, because there's much more than just that that yeah. in the community that's trying to achieve home ownership, and I'm sure yeah. you know they're running into issues. Well, we talked at SPAR um, about removing names from purchase agreements right. until there is a signed PA from both parties. And when we first approached it over a year and a half ago, it immediately was shut down, saying, no, you need to keep the names. And we're saying, we're not taking the names off totally. Oh, interesting. But just until there's a signed PA, because like I said, everybody has those biases. Everybody has those little tiny idiosyncrasies that you don't realize when you see a typical white name versus a typical other. That's the thing. I was or looking if at you see, the cultural yeah, eye. And like, if you see like Ashley and Sarah yeah. versus like Jim and Susan, yeah. you know, and what are these processes or these thought processes that come straight to your head right away. And if, if a realtor is doing their job correctly, that is not part of the presentation. All you present is the numbers and the facts of the purchase agreement, not who's tied to it until they decide. Right. And so, but you can't control everybody. Right. You know, there's 40,000 realtors in Minnesota. Like, well, we're pursuing that too, just for the record. The whole idea yeah. of getting the names off there. We got the down payment off of there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next effort yeah. that we're trying to do is to get the names off there. Um, but yeah, it's it's so interesting to me how how implicit or even unaware yeah. uh, uh, discrimination can work itself mm-hmm. into the process. Well, and as a loan officer, I'm sure she's got opinions or maybe not maybe not opinions are the right word but knowledge uh, oh, knowledge sarah i have opinions. opinions i have opinions <laughs> but we'll keep it to mortgage and well yeah it's i mean you think of it in every different component when you're looking at different offers and you might think like okay well what is you know is this a strong offer i am selling my home like what is are are these two people more financially secure than this other offer right because i mean usually you're in escrow for 30 days and a lot of moving parts sometimes a deal can fall through and so you do you start to create those judgments and you know whether it's from a financing standpoint or uh some unbiased standpoint that you just really aren't 
you know, aware of, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, there's, there's a lot of different ways to look at it. So, so interesting. So I, I've been lucky enough to sell one house in my life and I got one offer on it and I was like, yes, please. And that was it. Yeah. Um, so I take it you didn't sell in 2021 or 2022. No. When did I sell? <laughs> uh, 2019. Oh, okay. Um, there you go. But, uh, but anyways, yeah, there's multiple offer stuff in, in that. Um, I suppose they do. I suppose people do really mm-hmm. take a look at that stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Interesting. Um, what can you tell me? The other thing that I was thinking that might be interesting to talk about is the um, the uh, financial situation of of the population as a whole. And I know that it goes from A to Z. But when we talk about, um, for example, the National Association of Hispanic Real Estate Professionals mm-hmm. puts out a state of home ownership every every year. Uh, NARAB does the same thing uh, for the Black uh, community. Um, what are some of the uh, characteristics, um, uh, that kind of stuff, um, for this population? If there, are, if there are any, can we make those assumptions? You know, I would say, um, and I and I hope I'm going to be answering your question. Is we're having a group that can some, and again, it is it's such a large group, so it's hard to yeah. have blanket answers. But from what is commonly talked about, it's a group that maybe at adolescence, they're kicked out of their house. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're in a financial situation where it's like they, because they don't have that safety of home, they don't have that um, parental exposure to your uh, common knowledge about real estate, right? I mean, mm-hmm. how many transactions, Sarah, have you been in where it's like, oh, I got to call my dad first or like Mm -hmm. I got to call my parents first, right? So you're talking about a a marginalized group that um, at times is removed from that or unfortunately kicked out from that. So they don't have that base knowledge, right? Mm -hmm. That that exposure. And so with that, it's a very intimidating process. I can speak from the loan officer standpoint of my... uh, how I'm looked at is usually when Sarah's like, all right, uh, Mrs. Homeowner, Mr. Homeowner, or, or soon to be Mm -hmm. right. Um, you got to go get pre-approved and then, you know, cue like dun, 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 scary movie (laughs) music. Right. It's like, Oh, I don't want to call this scary banker. They're going to tell me, no, I don't know anything about money because again, it's, we're talking about a group of people that, um, they can at times just, be removed from what we may uh, take for granted uh, for like, you know, um, street knowledge Mm -hmm. of of money and real estate. So I think that that's a unique component of the LGBT community is, you know, sometimes they just don't get that exposure where um, it takes professionals that seize that opportunity to be like, hey, I'm going to roll out the red carpet for you with all of the knowledge. There are no dumb questions. Mm -hmm. Not only am I going to tell you what you need to do, I'm going to explain the why. Because Uh maybe for a lot of these people, they've never had that conversation before. I love explaining the why. That's my mantra. Mm -hmm. Don't just tell me what to do. Tell me why. I'm going to tell why I need something. Um, Are there any uh, stats that you can think about as far as things like home ownership rate. Um, you know, we always see the stats, uh, well, we see the racial stats for sure. Um, does, does, does the Alliance track anything like that? And I know it's a new group, maybe it will later, but 
I'm going to pull up my trusty like phone okay. here. Oh um, so a lot of what we talk about in the Alliance is not so much um, like uh, the stats on homeownership, but all the stuff, especially right now, sure. of all the laws that are being passed against the uh, queer community. Right. right. And so how do we as in the real estate industry, how do we fight that uh-huh. in to be able to push back on the laws that may not necessarily have to do with real estate, but still they really affect the community, right? And so, of course, being able to talk and (laughs) scroll for what I need are two different things. Satellites are linking (laughs) up. They are, they're there. Um, But yeah, we've got some infographics that we, like, we, I've got... Wow, what? That we've shared during um, national conferences and stuff. Like, 51% of LGBTQ adults shared that they prefer to live in the suburbs or small towns with a mix of home offices and shops. Uh Um, This is really small. I don't have my glasses. Um, Oh, there's also uh, LGBTQ home ownership by race and ethnicity. Um, 76% save for a down payment. Um, 81% believe home prices are beyond their reach. So... That's the world we're in right now. I know. So, like, some of this stuff is is not just targeted towards them. It's just um, homeownership in general. And what is that website for the national organization? It is realestatealliance.org. Okay, realestatealliance.org. So if right. anybody wants to check that out, yeah. feel free. Um, yes. let's, uh, let's, talk about, let's talk a little bit about the market in general. So um, I know, and I don't know that I've talked to you guys about this, but we're trying to get the word out, that there is $150 million coming uh, this year for first-generation homeownership in Minnesota. Um Given that, given interest rates, given the lack of inventory, is now the right time to buy? Should you wait? Ooh, I, ooh, can I, <laughs> can I go first? Okay. So this is, I've been asked this question uh, many a time, and my, my outlook for the market right now is it is a great time. We're talking December, what are we, 11th today, right? Yeah. right? Who's who's this market for on December 11th, 2023? In my humble loan officer opinion, with the lower inventory, the higher interest rates, who is really going to win in today's market is going to be the person that is currently renting with the aspirations to own Mm -hmm. that knows that they're going to stay in the area for at least five years, Mm -hmm. give or take, right? So- What we're seeing is the last year of higher interest rates, a lot of people have taken a seat back. They don't want to, they're going to put their purchase on hold. They're going to put their list, their, uh, the listing of their home on, Uh on hold. Um, and so we're just not seeing a lot of activity in comparison to the last two years. (laughs) Right. Um, and so what that allows is it allows for a first time home buyer that doesn't necessarily have the large uh unnecessary 20% down, right? right. Your, your 3%, your 3.5% down payment. Um, and maybe you're not a conventional offer. Maybe you're a government-backed loan, like an FHA mm-hmm. or a VA uh-huh. uh, buyer. And it's it's those kind of 
buyers that were really sidelined the last two years. And so right now, that's the type of buyer that's going to be able to win. They're not competing against that's 20 really other offers. Point. Yeah. Right. And what's nice is, yes, they're getting in at that higher interest rate right now. And what I always <laughs> counsel my clients is, are you comfortable with the monthly payment mm-hmm. of this home? Right. Mm-hmm. Because what's great is once they're in the home, they're still comfortable with that interest rate. We're going to look at most likely a fixed loan, mm-hmm. right? Meaning the interest rate is going to change for the life of the loan. Mm-hmm. Then if rates go down, wonderful. We can mm-hmm. look at refinancing them potentially into a lower interest rate. Right. They're not going to be over offering. They're not going to have to give up their firstborn child to yeah. get their yeah. offer looked at. Right. Yeah. So that's. Which was a big thing last year. Yes. I mean, it was comical reading some of these offers. Sarah mm-hmm. can speak to that, right. but mm-hmm. I would say that's my humble opinion of who's going to win. Who's going to, who's today's best buyer is that renter that wants to buy their first home. That's, it's a great time for yeah. that mm-hmm. type of person. I really like that. I mean, easiest thing to do is compare your rent to what your mortgage payment would be. Interest rates are relevant. Mm-hmm. If one is lower than the other, or comparable, you're well, paying yourself. Interest rates on renting is 100%. Yeah, right? there you go. Yeah, I like to tell people too that they... If you're you're ready to buy when you can afford that rate mm-hmm. and you're financially you're financially set. Mm-hmm. Because I have a lot of people that are like, we're just waiting for the market see what the market's gonna do. Well, what do you want it to do? Yeah, that's like a good what question. are you looking for? Right. You know, and so if you are financially ready, then now is a good time. And if you're waiting for interest rates to drop, so is everybody else. Yeah. And so once they all drop, then you're gonna be in a battle again with all these multiple offers. Whereas if you're ready now, now is the good time mm-hmm. because you're gonna be you're gonna to be one of maybe two yeah well this is what i hear consistently but i like to see the different takes people take on it i like your i like your points uh um okay do you guys want to tell me anything else about the alliance about your businesses etc i would love to give a shout out. So for my immediate team, uh, again, being on the Angie Shear team, um, because we focus so much on our just organic book of business, a lot of it being the LGBT community, um, we actually created a website called gaymortgage.com. So we're seeing, we're seeing a lot of people, uh, move even from different States to the great state of Minnesota. Mm -hmm. So it's been a great website to, Um, alleviate any sort of initial fear with the banking side, with the pre-approval side. Um, For that group, it's a very welcoming website. See, that's the thing. You don't seem like a scary banker to me. (laughs) Not most days. No, no. It is Tuesday, though. Yeah. (laughs) The Alliance does have an external site for people that are searching for a queer, ally-friendly person in real estate, be it a lender or mm-hmm. an agent, it's LGBTQ plus, plus is spelled out, LGBTQ plus homes.com. Okay. And so if you go there and you can search by state and you can find people that are queer friendly to help you out on that. And then I was going to say one more thing and now it's, it's gone. <laughs> it's just so much, so many fun topics on the Alliance to talk about. I know. Yeah. I know. Oh yeah. Well, this is, this has really been great. Um, 
Thank you guys for all this good information. Uh, I think that that's it for this episode. Um, if you are interested in exploring home ownership for your own household, uh, you can take a home buying class and enlist the help of a home ownership advisor for free by going to our site, hocmn.org. Our advisors and educators are embedded in organizations around the state, and they'll work with you to help get you mortgage ready, educate you on the buying process from A to Z, and walk with you through every step of the process. I want to thank our guests today, Sarah Rostens and Janae Leon. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Bill. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it. Um, in closing, I want to acknowledge our sponsors, Associated Bank, Bremer Bank, Midwest One Bank, and Old National Bank. Our sincere thanks to each of these organizations for their support. Thank you for watching and listening. Ha, ha, ha.